Uno, one, we're recording. It's time for the Give Me Ten podcast. I just want to reiterate for the people that haven't been listening to this and might not know that I hate sitcoms. He does. He hates them. So that's what we're going to talk about. I really top five sitcoms. I really don't hate sitcoms. Jim just thinks that I hate sitcoms. I enjoy sitcoms. I just don't enjoy them as much as other things. Yeah. And there are some classic sitcoms that everybody thinks that I should have watched that I haven't watched. Will you like burn through the Wonder Years? Yeah, I did go through the Wonder Years. I wouldn't I really call that comedy though. But Roseanne um, and Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Like we watched all those and. Uh, I really did like Chernobyl. I think that's the best sitcom I've ever seen. And so, no, I'm just kidding. Schindler's List is the funniest movie of all time. Right. That's why he wanted me, because I'm great at making lists. Um, if you've not seen the Ricky Gervais, um, oh, what's the, uh, Warwick Davis. Um, uh, Life is Short. Liam Neeson. Life is Short. Yeah, have you seen the skit with Liam Neeson, Warwick yeah. Davis? Oh, God, yeah. it's so funny. If it you is. haven't seen that. Pause this episode, go to YouTube and watch that and then come back. Yeah, it's Google uh, gold. Warwick Davis, Liam Neeson. Riddled with it. Yeah. Um, anyhow, <laughs> it's fantastic. So I do like sitcoms. I enjoy sitcoms, but I just like other things as well. But I've never watched a full episode of Seinfeld. I've never seen The Office. Uh, I only oh. know memes and pictures and, and whatnot. And uh, Parks and Rec, all the ones that people say are classics, man. I just missed the boat. Well, you're saying this because when we were talking about what we talked about today, I, we came to the conclusion we could do what we've been watching. And I was saying that I just finished the newest season of What We Do in the Shadows, mm-hmm. which is, I think, right now the funniest show on television. Mm-hmm. And you haven't seen any of it because you hate sitcoms. But I think I saw the movie. Wasn't it a movie mm-hmm. first? Yeah, I think it was originally a movie. I think I saw the movie. And so it's that same style, the you know single camera, like The Office and Parks, mm-hmm. and they do interview style. Um but it is just hysterical. It's about three vampires uh, in the sense of the word that we're used to. And then a fourth who's an energy vampire who's just <laughs> incredibly boring. <laughs> so he sucks at people's energy by being boring. Um, and then their helper, who's a guy named Guillermo. Um, and it's just about their lives and day-to-day activities in the island of Staten in New York. And so it's just hysterical, man. And you, it's just... I give you a hard time because we have such similar senses of humor when it comes to stuff mm. that I feel like you're missing out because I think you would love it. I mean, yeah. you would love this show. You would love The Office, I feel like. But if you're not interested, that's fine. But what we do in the shadows, great show. Everybody watch it. I am interested, man. And I, and I I would love to check out this stuff. But it's just there. there's only so many hours in a day and it's hard and everybody has a great thing that you want to watch. And it's not that I don't trust your recommendations. I just don't trust your recommendations. <laughs> All right. Well, that being said, no, I can, I'm just I'm just kidding. What, what have you watched that's sat, uh, gloomy and dour? And you know, what have you been watching that's not happy and funny <sighs> and uplifting recently? I'm gonna get serious for a minute. Uh oh. I'm gonna get real serious. Uh, and I did make a joke about Chernobyl. That was a <laughs> huge amount of human loss and tragedy. It was too and soon, I'm man. Way very, very, very sad about that. Uh, we just lost a lot of listeners in Chernobyl. Yeah, we did. It was very sad. Um, I just want to say this, and I mean this. Completely seriously. No, he doesn't. I can't wait to hear what comes up here. I'm 43 years old, and I've done some difficult things in my life. Mm -hmm. I've had some hardships. I've had some trials and tribulations. But I mean this. Oh, get to it. Golly, the setup for this joke. (laughs) Never in my life have I struggled. Never in my life have I fought and had to slog through something that has been as difficult as finishing sex life. (laughs) Back it to is that. It's not good. a freaking 
dumpster fire of a television but show. You it's, talked it up recently. You said it was great. It's so bad. Didn't you talk it up? We talked episode? about it, and we talked about the show, and then it was burning up the charts of Netflix and what that might mean about your relationship and all the implications if a woman who is devoid of sexual satisfaction in her marriage, what it might mean if your wife was watching that and related to it. <laughs> but the show but we didn't talk sucks. about it. It's good because the chick's hot and she gets naked and there's a lot of other naked hot chicks in it. But when I say it is the Harlequin romance novel of Netflix oh, television right. shows, it is... Oh, man. it's. I mean, and it's literally like they put them... You ask yourselves in this... You watch them do this stuff and the things that they're they're getting into... And you say to yourself, I would just leave my wife at this point. Yeah. Or we'd go to therapy. We definitely wouldn't get into an argument and realize our relationship is in a terrible position. Let's go to a swingers party. <laughs> That'll make it better. I'm going to let a strange woman go down on me and then get into a fight with her husband. Why did you... Cont that's You just said there's so much to watch and so much to do. That's why I'll just stop watching something. Because I'm invested. No, I'm invested. you're not. You just could stop and go to something that's good. Did I mention she was hot? <laughs> No, I'm. I just. I don't know. I. I kind of want to see where it goes. Okay. Even so. though it's terrible. Like I think maybe the eleventh hour they'll come back and redeem themselves, and they'll be like, "Oh man, this show deserves an Emmy." But it's not coming. But it's not good. It's not. It's. It's not. And it's just. I'll sit down and like. Okay. <clears throat> I have a very minimal Netflix watch list, and I feel like that. I, and again, I'm 43 years old. I got a life. A lot of life. You're left very to old. Um, and I do the same thing so with my, my Spotify. I, I have a Spotify. 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 I have a Spotify list that is my to listen to list. So hey, much, you told me about much that. like people Netflix or HBO, yeah. people recommend stuff to me. I put it on there. And I think to myself, I'm like, God, there's so much music on this list. It's like 30 hours long. Good and, then I, and then I think to myself, I have the rest of my life to conquer this. Yeah. So I shouldn't worry about it. But I have maybe 16 to 20 films on my, or shows or what have you on my Netflix list. And when I scroll through stuff and I'm trying like to figure out. Yeah, my cue. When I'm trying to figure out what to watch, I'll look at it and say, God, I really don't want to watch this show, but I only have three episodes left. Let me knock it out. And then I'll get halfway through and I'm like, I can't do this right now. And you come back to it in a couple months go, when yeah, the same thing happens. I, mean, I, I can't remember when the episode was that we talked about this show, but I haven't made it through. Uh, and it, and it's an, it's an inch. I, I thought it was intriguing and interesting in a societal Mm -hmm. analysis like why are the softcore porn films on netflix some of the most popular most watched things that are on there uh and I, I do think that's very very interesting but you watch them and you're like people just probably are wanting something that they can watch and then if a sex scene comes on they can get frisky with their significant other or they can get some kind of guilty pleasure out of watching that and or scratch some kind of itch and then move on to the next thing but it's awful <laughs> stop watching it man listen i give you permission to stop watching sex life and move on to what we do in the shadows or only murders in the building which you said you haven't watched either which is a very good show on hulu now what is what is i'm sorry let me pump brakes real quick what is the um we only do it in the only shadows? murders uh, what we do in the shadows what's what services that is on hulu but it comes on i think fx weekly if people uh -huh. have cable gotcha. you can set your dvr but what's cable what i don't know it's something our grandpappies used to <laughs> mess around with so uh, everybody's talking about the all the murders in the building it's a great show is yeah. that what it's called all, only murders only in murder. the building. i'm so bad at these names god almighty i am getting old. Oh, yeah so it's martin short yep and steve martin yep great wheel of fortune clue and they are and selena gomez and selena gomez and they are 
investigators in a building where no they uh, all live in a building in new york okay. uh, uh you know a high-rise um condo or apartment building and they don't know each other but something happens that brings the three of them together and they're all fans of true crime podcasts which everybody in the world is and uh there's a murder in their building and they set out to solve who was the murderer or solve the this mystery about what happened to this person. Hmm. And so they named their podcast in the show only murders in the building because they're not going to go out and do, you know, sleuth around everywhere. They're only going to focus on murders that happen in their building. So it's, uh, it's great though. It, if you're a fan of true crime, if you love those shows, I do. Yeah, I'm a cute, you know, we've talked about this on the show many times. I'm a huge fan of true crime oh. podcast. I listen to them. I won't say exclusively, but I listen to a ton of them. Yeah. So I feel like this would be in my wheelhouse. And I need to get Hulu. Yeah. I need to get. There's Hulu. a lot of good stuff on there. So I'm, the book, one of the books I'm reading right now, I got, I have four books going right now, but one of the books I'm reading right now is a Hulu show now. Which one? Non Perfect Strangers. Oh yeah, Kelly watched that and enjoyed it. I've seen it's it's what pops up. I finished Only Murders in the Building today, and that was the old watch next. That mm -hmm. was the thing that popped up. I am halfway through the book, and I watched the trailer for the show because I I uh, just was curious what the people look like. And how well, you, no, I mean, just the, what, what, what the, what the show would look like. Um, and so I was curious about that. So I I may tack Hulu and ESPN on my Disney Plus. And call it a day. Yeah, do it. And then just, you know, burn through these couple things. And if you realize you're not using it, that's what's great about it is you can cancel it. But Yeah, Steve Martin and Martin Short had a really good Netflix um, special. special that yeah. was great. Uh, I liked it actually a lot more than the Bruce Springsteen special, which was also pretty good. But yeah. um, I thought the Bruce Springsteen one went on a little longer than I would have liked. But I like their show and I like their brand of humor. I think the Jiminy Glick stuff yeah. that Martin Short used to do back in the day is some of the greatest stuff I've ever seen. Yeah. I just thought he was... Um, you know, the fat suit short guy version of Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Oh, yeah. and I really enjoyed that. So yeah. I, I can't imagine I wouldn't like this show. Well, he's the high point of the show, I think. And I'm trying intentionally not to give away too much. So for people that haven't watched it, will go watch it. But it's really good. Like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. And there's lots of twists and turns that you don't see coming, even though you're like, how did that, you know, this is obvious, but yeah. it's not. So okay. it was really good. So this is not a sitcom, but have you watched Yellowstone? Yes. Yeah, we've talked about it on here. Okay, I'm not, I haven't started. Are. I'm still in the middle of the third season. So Guess what's dropping tonight, baby? The new, is it one season and two? Four. Season four. I know people are fired up. Yeah, so episode one and, yeah, they're doing a two-hour premiere uh, tonight, so. I love Kevin Costner. I think mm -hmm. he's fantastic. I really like, I really enjoy that show, and I know that it's, some of it's stupid and badly acted, but it's just the... I like the characters and the premise, and it's yeah. fun. I think it's, they've got a good ragtag group of individuals on there, yeah. and I'm looking forward to starting it tonight. The guy that uh, is the writer-creator, Tyler Sheridan, mm -hmm. is really good. Sicario? Yeah, was he did a great Sicario. film. Uh, I can't think of some of the other ones he did. Uh, he, was in, he was in uh, Sons of Anarchy briefly. Mm -hmm. So, he's yeah, he's got some good pedigree, man. Uh, People I'm, call this uh, Sons of Anarchy, but with horses. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yellowstone, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's a, I think that's an apt description. Yeah. He's very good, and they've got a couple um, spinoffs already in the works. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. like one that takes place in two hundred years ago or whatever, when the um, what's the family name? Oh gosh, Dutton. Dutton. When the Duttons first Dutton pop, yeah, when the Duttons first started the ranch, and then they're gonna uh, looks like they're doing a spinoff that's gonna take place in Texas and present 
time. So there could be characters that move crossover. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really really good. I I uh, I do think that at some point though you can have too much of a good thing, and I think the best evidence of that is the Walking Dead series, which is coming to a close. I don't know, or may have already closed. Do you still watch it? No, man. And I. I I think we might have talked about this on here before, but I'll read or digest it really quickly. I, I was a huge fan of the comic. It was the last comic book that I still read until recently when I started reading something else. But it was the last one I read for quite a while. And I, Livy and the girls were out of town, and I was like, oh, this is a great time to start Walking Dead. And I watched one episode, and like 10 minutes in, they went off the reservation. I said, okay, well, if it's not going to be the comic book, I'm done. Yeah. Well, flash forward... You know, a year or so later, Livy and the Girls are out of town again. I'm like, okay, I'm going to revisit this. And then I got really, really into it. And uh, it started when I didn't like the the actor they cast as Negan. I like him as an actor, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I don't like him as Negan. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they did something that I felt was a bridge too far for me in terms of going off the reservation. And so I quit watching it at the end of that season. And I never went back. But Sounds about like when I gave up on it. Yeah, I said all that to say this. Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, Talking Dead, Fear the Talking Dead, and whatever movie they're doing, it, it got to a point where I think that they just spread themselves way too thin. Yeah. I think, um, you know, you're just, at that point, you're just, you've got fatigue. I kind of, I think it's really smart. Ryan Reynolds announced, I think it was this week or last week, that he's taking a hiatus from acting for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I think that. I have always said if you're a one-trick pony, it better be a damn good trick. Yeah. And I think Ryan Reynolds definitely falls in that category. He's been Van Wilder in every movie he's been in from yeah. Van Wilder forward. And I think it's good that he's pumping the brakes a little bit because I think him and The Rock are both overly saturated. And the fact that they just released a movie together that sh that shit the bed is a good tenement to that fact. The one on Netflix? Yeah, the that one That came with, out? Mm -hmm, this, I didn't even I think know it, it came it, out. It either came out or is coming out soon, but the reviews have been abysmal. Yeah. So I would say that it's a good time for him to take a step back and maybe... Come back because I think he's oversaturated. I think The Walking Dead suffers from the same thing. It's just you can't have that much media for people to consume, no matter how much you want it. I think Star Wars is starting to get to that point. Well, even it's having a finite ending, you know. The, the book of That's why the, British shows are so good. It yeah. seems like because they don't try to yeah. take things for twenty seasons. Um, the trying to push Marvel movies, I couldn't be yeah, less. Not, yeah. Couldn't give less of a shit about Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye looks good. I don't care about the Eternals. I don't care about the Eternals. I don't care about Hawkeye. I've New Spider-Man looks good. I've got Marvel fatigue. Uh, I, I I didn't watch the most recent Spider-Man movie till about two years after it came oh, out. It was good, I'm, you know. And but I I, I will say the Boba Fett, uh, the book of Boba Fett looks good, and yeah. I will watch that. Yeah. But I just feel like back in the day when you only got a new movie every three years, yeah. it was like literally you were flipping the table over to try and get yeah. your tickets, and now it's just kind of like oh, I'll just you know. Well, you, nothing special about it anymore. Oh yeah, no, you're right. So, well, do you have you don't recommend Sex Life? It sounds like is there anything else you've been watching that you do recommend? Uh, no, I mean not in terms of of television stuff. We Livy and I went back and watched a couple older cla like classic movies. Um, the uh, some of the early um, gosh, what's his name now? I can't think of his freaking name, but the um, Nicholas Winding Rip. Winding Ruffin. Brett Winding Ruffin. Um, his pusher movies, we're watching our way through those with, I can't think of the actor's name. He's been in a bunch of stuff and I like him and we've talked about him on the podcast before. Um, I've heard, I remember hearing about those, but, but I, I don't But I can't name. think of his name. We've been, there's three of those. We watched, we started those and uh, just some other stuff and some movies, you know, we some stuff on Shutter, but no, no real series, especially not sitcoms. You have any urge to see, have you seen the newest Netflix that came out this weekend? Um, 
the harder they fall. Is that what it's called? What is it? It's an all black western. A cast with a. It's a oh western yeah, like Idris Elba black. and some other folks in it. Yeah, from, I, I like westerns, and I would probably watch that, but I haven't. I have. It's very good. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed we'll it. The out. soundtrack is the bomb. Really? What kind of stuff is it? Uh, just all over the place, but it's a great, mostly hip hop and. Um, in a western. Yeah, and it's it's a it's an outstanding cast, and all the characters. I went and looked afterwards. It, the first the title card said these people existed. Right. So they're all based on actual people that oh, interesting. live, but they didn't actually all live at the same time or interact with each other. But they're all oh, well, that's black so it's kind of like the figures from Cowboy history. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Okay. But they, you know, in the movie have... they all lived at the same time, but in real life, several of them, it's impossible for them to have right. interacted. But they that's all are actual people. Yeah. So tossing it back to the the James Bond episode. What a disaster it is that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was James. I mean, was uh, Sean Connery's last movie? Was it? Oh yeah, that was bad. When he made him want to retire from acting. Yeah, but I thought it was a cool concept. Great concept. It was a graphic novel. Yeah. So maybe they'll revisit that at some point. Who knows? Because I enjoyed it too. Yeah, it was good. Um, so oh, I was gonna say something else, but now I've forgotten. It was about ensemble cowboy. I love. Oh no! I remember what I was gonna say. I, we talked about this a while ago, and I don't know if you ever finished it, but I'm going to make another plug for Lodge 49, because I was <laughs> listening to some, some music from that show the other day, and I really miss those characters, and I think I would really enjoy going back to watch that again. And I, I am, uh, I am hard-pressed after watching The Many Saints of Newark not to go back and watch The Sopranos for an umpteenth time. And I'm really looking forward to the um, Woke Up This Morning book that is coming out by Michael Imperioli and the other guy, Stephen Sharippa. About working on the Their Sopranos. time on the Sopranos? Yeah. Did you like Many Saints of Newark? Yeah, Many Saints of Newark was good. I think that if you're a Sopranos fan, you will love it. If you are not and didn't watch the show, a lot of it will be lost on you. So I shouldn't watch it until I watch The Sopranos? You've never seen The Sopranos? Nope. I feel like I don't even know. <laughs> I know. Same with you in The Office. Yeah, it's, but it's... it's a Dude, that's a... My how the turns have tabled. Indeed. That's a Michael Scott quote from The Office, which you would know if you'd watched it. I think as much as you like dramatic television, especially HBO dramatic television, you will lose your damn mind when you watch this. Well, I mean, The Wire is my favorite show of all time, so I have no excuse. I need to watch it. HBO really set the precedent for what great serialized dramatic television could be with Oz Oz, and The Wire and um, Six Feet Under. Which I think Six Feet Under was the first serialized um, it was a good show. show that HBO did that I saw and I was like, this is It this looks is so television. good. That's the first time yeah, I realized so- what good like <clears throat> cinematography meant because it looks so crisp yeah, it's and different. Great show, great concept, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Love it. For sure. Well, we've covered a broad spectrum in both of our last two episodes. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff for everybody to watch if they haven't. Yeah, if you haven't watched any of these things. So how about this? Okay. Next time, or in the next... Time we record, one of us has to watch something that the other one forces them to watch. You make is it The Office? Yep, Sopranos. Okay, so next time we speak, we will give honest reviews of both of those shows. But I will say this: that's a lot of. I mean, how many episodes was? I mean, how many seasons was The Office? Oh, maybe nine. Yeah, Sopranos. I think was six. Okay, but they're hour long episodes. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're shaking hands, we're, then, we're shaking. We're, I will we're do still my best holding get... hands. We're not letting go of right. our hands. We're just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I will do my best to watch as much of The Office as I can okay. between now and, and next the next time we get month. together. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I'll watch as much of The Sopranos as I can. Oh, boy. 
Bada bing, bada boom. Oh boy. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>